Hello. Hello. What was that? That was a yawn. You. Um. All right. We're back. And you cut your hair. Looks yep. good. Thanks. Short. It's always good when someone just identifies the most obvious thing. It looks it's good. It's short. Anyway. Why made you cut your hair? I'm just tired of having long hair. Oh, come on. What's the real answer? You'll never know. I will anyway. find out. Why'd you cut your hair? Yeah, I just, I always had it up. I never actually styled it. So it was nice to have, it just felt like it was like making my face look long and drawn out. And it felt good to cut it and feel like a little bit of uplifting, you know, not dragging me down. My hair was weighing me down. Uh. Literally. <laughs> Rapunzel. <laughs> you started calling me Rapunzel. That's why I cut my hair. Right. I forgot about that. I think it looks good. I like it. Thanks. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about coaching this yeah. this week. And I think a couple podcasts ago, we sort of said, oh, we need to talk about that. Maybe that's another episode. Mm-hmm. And then... I think we did that like two weeks in a row. Yeah, I think there was an episode where we were identifying the role of like a coach versus a consultant right? versus a mentor. And then there was like a rabbit hole we could have gone down with coaching. And we're like, we'll talk about that on another episode. So here we are. So here we are with a reasonable certainty that we identified what we were going to, the new rabbit hole. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense to talk about the different roles though. No, I just meant that's where that came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying are. for for now, for today, we're, we're going to talk about um, coaching, why we got into coaching, what coaching kind of means, mm-hmm. different approaches, like yeah, and I a think... more personal experience with the topic because, like, I think it is kind of like, what does it mean? Sure, and I think for a lot of people, there we try to provide people something they can use and I think there's a lot of people saying they're coaches out there I mean including us so Mm -hmm. I think giving people arming them with some of our at least our thought of like what makes a coach so that it can help people also differentiate or distinguish if they're looking for a coach um you know what might be a good fit for them not just anybody that hangs a sign that says they're a coach that might not be as valuable. What do you think the most important thing for a coach is? Um, Maybe not I mean, the yeah, most. That's I th- kind of. I think from like working honestly with you and now Kyla, like I think if you had asked me that a few years ago, maybe it would be different. But I think for sure your, my experience of your work and your coaching and then seeing it, you know, not via you being my husband, but through having a coach. Um, yeah, it's really that like not giving you the answers, but providing you like that balance of helping the client or provide, like find the answers, guiding them, but not giving them. So, you know, I think, yeah, I guess I would say that's kind of the number one 
without that, then what's the rest? Right. Consultancy, really. Sure. That's kind of what it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that that's super important. And, and, you know, I think the my experiences with coaches have ranged anywhere from on the field, mm-hmm. you know, soccer, I had a ton. Basketball, I had a, a bunch as well. But, you know, the, the real ones were um, on the soccer field, on the sidelines. And then, obviously, in the military, that no one called themselves a coach. Right. You know, really, in the military. Um, you know, everyone, well, I guess what's funny, like the cadre, but that comes with an entire different yeah. set of things. But, you know, you're, you're 100, and one of the amazing things about it is that you're, you are around coaches and people are mm-hmm. doing some amazing coaching um, without even, knowing it uh and and nine times out of ten they were the the best leaders as well because coaching is a form of mm-hmm. of leadership you know it's I, I view them really as synonyms and it's the same to your point it's the same thing that if you just tell somebody what to do like mm-hmm. they're gonna forget it nine times out of ten so you're just yeah. hoping that it's luck that they are able to mm-hmm. repeat what they did and they definitely can't tell anybody else so like it kind of like it kind of stops the chain stops there yeah i guess like it helps to think of it like an example i think nutrition is like a great example there's a lot of in the world of nutrition there's a lot of nutrition coaches it doesn't necessarily mean the person's gonna forget what they're told but if it's just about eat this eat this much of that here are your numbers that is not a coaching role because there's nothing that's a one-way conversation. Yeah. It's I'm going to tell you what to do and then you're going to either do it or not do it. And that's it. It's very black and white and there's no interaction. There's no. So I, I do kind of from that side, some of those categories of coaches. Um, and I guess you could say the same for like a CrossFit coach. If I just tell you do this, do that. And there's no, Okay, how does that feel? Or what do you think? Or what could you do differently? It's just, again, a one-way street. That person's either going to take it or leave it. It might work. It might not work. But that's not that's not really an interactive relationship that's affecting the individual. No. And I think that at the core, and, you know, everybody has their own interpretation of coaching. And a lot of people probably have the same interpretation. So I'm not saying any of this is necessarily original. Um, but... Like the involvement is such a huge piece. Right. And if you are not involving as a coach, if you're not involving your client in the discovery process for whatever the solution is Mm -hmm. or the idea or the creativity or whatever, you are not coaching them. Mm -hmm. And as a client, if you are not involved in -hmm. coming up with, like you also have a responsibility yeah, as well. Like yeah. this isn't just like, hey, blame, point the finger and blame the coach. Like as a client, like if you don't do anything, then right. Like you're at what point do you limited. think the coach is going to live your life? Right. Because they're because they're not. He or she right. is not going to. And if you think that that's the case, and you know, so like looking at involvement as a litmus for coaches in your life, and and they could be informal or formal. But don't you think that people? I think what's challenging about that. Is if that's what we think is if that's what we think is where there's value in coaching involvement from both sides. Mm-hmm. But 
but it's so much easier to just get told what to do. Yeah. So I think that's where it's not as popular. So if like myself and another coach are pitching somebody for like, they want to improve their fitness. They want to improve their nutrition. They want to lose a significant amount of weight. They want to be healthy. And my process looks like a year and they're going to have to ask themselves some questions and I'm not going to give them all the answers or the other person's going to say, I'm going to give you the diet. All you got to do is follow it. That looks a lot more attractive. That looks easier. They don't have to do as much work. So I think and there that's lies. where it's, and then the work does, then the success isn't lasting. They're not actually, whatever that thing is they're looking for, they're chasing the wrong, they're chasing the object. They're not, they're not actually discovering what they're looking for. But initially it sounds great. And it's like, let's get it done. Let's get it done quick. That kind of promising of results and like, I'll give you the answers is, is attractive, is, is kind of a deceptive thing. It's, it's very attractive and. Right. And therein lies the entire issue with human or human interaction services, be that fitness, nutrition, mindset, leadership, lifestyle, parenting, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, therein lies the entire issue because what's attractive, you know, I forget where I heard this or from whom, but like people want things wall in Walmart at Walmart prices, mm-hmm. McDonald's fast and Costco abundance or something like right, that. Right. People want things fast, cheap, and easy. Was, it's definitely not. I, I definitely butchered that. Yeah. But the point is, um, we want it now. We want it for cheap, and we want it to be easy. Yeah. And it's like that's fine. But what's if you're funny ordering that... a fucking deck of cards that has no meaning in your life mm-hmm. or something like you know what I mean? Like it's. But we're talking about something that is life changing. Right. Your nutrition. Here, we'll start with this. Your relationship with yourself. Yeah. Is life changing. That's it. I mean, what and else if you is want there? that, like at a discount. Yeah. Like what is well or easy? I mean, that's what's crazy though. Is you look at people what they'll spend on a car. I mean, we know people in our lives that will really treat the car a nice car like really well maybe not even drive the car as much like really take good care of the car and they value like okay there's a price i paid this car it was a nice car it's a good car it's an expensive car but they're not gonna pay for food maybe that because they're not gonna put themselves at that value for them they want fast cheap and easy but so it's not just like everything in people's lives are fast cheap and easy People will choose nice clothes, nice cars, these material things, put them at a place that's like, well, that's a luxury item and I'll spend money on that. I don't want the cheapest car. Well, But for themselves, they won't. And it's like, what's that about? I think it's about material items say something about you. Mm-hmm. It mean, There's a value structure there. People value whatever mm-hmm. outside of price tag, you know? Um and often with materialism, people purchase things not because of what value it's going to provide them, but what it is going to project about them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to like, like yeah, it's, that kind, it's kind of, gets, of easy. I mean, I guess in some ways, even though it's not cheap, it's easy because all it takes. I am buying something. this pair of Lululemon shorts. Mm hmm. And, and this Lululemon outfit or this Mercedes car or, you know, whatever, whatever, 
because the person that I want to project does this. And that Mm -hmm. person is someone who is active minded, is kind of at a certain socioeconomic class. Sure, you're creating an identity through these things. All I'm saying is like people do that with material things, but they won't do that. They're not as apt to do that with like, I am the kind of person that gets up and goes to the gym. What does that take to be that person? Yeah. So all I'm saying is fast, cheap, and easy. Often people want that as it relates to their fitness or their or themselves or coaching, but it's they won't have that lowest standard for material things. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's where you know that's where I think that in in coaching um, and being coached mm-hmm. too is an incredibly um, you just have stuff on your hand from the marker. It's an incredibly enlightening experience for for yourself. Like, how do you take to being coached? Right. And there's plenty of people who didn't play team sports Me. or yes, you, not a team sport athlete. But we're working on it. Um, no, but like have never had that that component. So how would you then? Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to struggle with maybe getting coaching or you know good coaching because it's not easy to be coached. But anyway, um, yeah, that's a good point. So then I I feel like when it comes to coaching, or at least for the coaching that we do, mm-hmm. It is kind of tricky because it's not compartmentalized. Like it's very, we know enough to know that everything is pretty much related. Mm-hmm. And we do coaching at the gym, obviously. In the classes. We do nutrition stuff. We do one-on-one stuff. And then we do between the ears coaching. Same thing, kind of one-on-one involving physical mm-hmm. stuff not involving physical stuff all of the differences and it's a it's a challenge to kind of cast a a large net over ev- like working with people and just calling it coaching yeah and so what are your thoughts on like the different categories sort of or, or if, if, if you couldn't descri- if you couldn't say coaching what would you say Like, in other words, like an example would be like teaching versus guiding or or what do you mean? I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess just, I guess instead of saying like, well, we coach people. Using like a blanket term. Because coaching, I think. I mean, I I guess each of those things, there's a, there's, I think it comes down to like, I guess when I look at coaching as an umbrella and then when you start to look at in those categories. So for example, the gym in a class. That coaching versus me coaching a one-on-one through the same kind of workout. The Mm -hmm. difference there is obviously like working with one person, Mm -hmm. the involvement or the depth to which you're able to focus on that one person. So what's that? I don't know. I don't know what the name is. So I feel like it's like coaching in a group class. Yeah, it's not as personal. Is, but I don't don't want to say it's just teaching because it's not. There is there is checking in with people, f- getting that conversation going two way, 
street communication, like what's happening, how are you feeling? So it's not like that's thrown away in a class. Right. But what I feel like is being said is where we where we throw one blanket answer over coaching and say, mm-hmm. hey, we coach. Yeah. It sort of becomes, I think, a bit of a cookie cutter type thing. Right. And at the heart of coaching, I believe, is flexibility and adaptability to whom you are coaching or how many you are coaching or the okay. context upon which you're coaching. And so I guess my reason for asking that question was to kind of highlight the point that like, yeah, as a coach, you have to be able to, to like, to change right? and to evolve and to adapt really, not necessarily evolve, but like adapt to what the needs are that for that engagement. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's one of the things where I think when we look at coaching or when we look at people that want coaching, Right. considering like, okay, what is the environment? What is the situation? What is the context? What's the reason you're talking? Mm-hmm. And then looking, because I think the thing is like, okay, great. Like I want coaching. Where do I look for a coach? Like, I think that's a really challenging thing. Obviously, right. I mean, we, it depends on what they want coaching on. Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, in all, I guess when you're talking, I'm thinking about like, we've had a number of people come to us who maybe want to become, who aren't, part of our organization who want our help to become better coaches in the CrossFit world. Yeah. And it hasn't gone real well. Most of them, most of them, most of them come, we look at where they're at. And I think because it's not a, I think sometimes like what people think they want to our point of like what coaching is and having to be adaptable, both as a coach and a client like, I, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but just that there's a lot of people out there that want, think that it looks a certain way. And it's, and then when it's like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't have to do with how many times you call that person's name. We have to go deeper and like, it's going to take more time. And why, how do you adapt to this group versus that group? And people just don't want to take that time. That's, I, that's yeah. too much. That's, I don't right. just, just tell me how to like, Come on, just, get on with it. Yeah, just tell me how to like get the job. Yeah, and it's like, well, but, that's that's not that doesn't work that way. No, that reminds me of yeah, because I guess what one of the things, and this is where like every coach, and if you're and if you are listening and you want to become a coach, or you're you are a coach and you're developing as a coach. Obviously, like we're you know we're all in this together, and we're not saying yeah. like, this is how you do it's it. It's a process. Um, but like from from having oh I don't know twenty five years of like really good coaching mm-hmm. and being in it for and it's the longest, it's the most experience in anything I have mm-hmm. is with coaching, being coached and coaching. One of the things that you need to think about is like, to what degree are you going to challenge and provide enlightenment? Not that you're going to bestow upon this person, but Mm -hmm. you're going to facilitate your client to achieve some form of enlightening enlightenment. And, you know, not in the Buddha sense, but like, oh, now I see it. Because what people come to you with and say Mm -hmm. the first thing they want is usually so surface and is paper thin. Mm. Very rarely do people come in and say, hey, I have an unhealthy relationship with myself because of blah, 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 blah. Right. Or like, I have familiar yeah, sure. issues. It's like, or oh, like, I want to lose five pounds. Yeah, it's like, hey, kind of here's what I'm sort of hiding behind. Mm-hmm. 
And so understanding that as a coach, or at least our, my, our approach is like you are teaching somebody something about themselves. Right. To learn well, more about themselves. Yeah, you're providing an experience for that person to learn about themselves. I get it, like teaching someone, but that sounds almost like I'm going to tell you. Yeah, you're that's providing not the, right the words. You're providing the opportunity for them to learn something about themselves. And I think it is a perspective issue. It's hard for you to, you know, you have your perspective that you've had your whole life. It, it can it's it's helpful to have that outside perspective to provide some questions and some thoughts that maybe you wouldn't normally consider on your own and looking at it a different way because you're you haven't done yeah it and it might years. be and this is you know one of the things that I've had experience with with individual clients not coaching CrossFit but like hey I want to pursue something in my life like. The challenge is always in any in like in these coach training programs and everything they tell you like you it cannot be your agenda. Sure, as the coach, as the coach, yeah, and one hundred percent agree to that. And you have to be independent and you have to be objective, and that's some such part of the value Mm -hmm. with the role of a coach. I mean, well, right. If you look at a class, someone doing a movement, if you're trying to get them, like it can't be your agenda for what you want out of that person to to get to like they might have no one they don't might not have the same goals at all or whatever it's like you have to really work with where they're at with their body with what they're feeling like you can't impose on them your yeah your goals or your athletic goals or how your body feels like it's theirs yeah so one of the things that you know is important is to not also jump to the conclusion that you have their answer because mm-hmm. you don't. And if it, I think it's impossible not to have an instinctual reaction, like especially as a newer coach, like, no, I want you to do this mm-hmm. or, oh, this is what you need. Or just, just do this. Like, just, you know, just don't, just don't go to Wendy's or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like that's, it's not for you to answer. It's for, it's for them to. And Potentially, as a coach, you're going to question and raise awareness and enlightenment of the fact that why they came to you, they actually don't want it. And it might seem to be very, um, it might like, seem to be counterproductive. Yeah, when you I can. talk in theory, so it's a little harder to. There was this, that, um, that girl who wanted to go to the Naval Academy. Okay. Somebody reached out. Heard I was a Green Beret, did training, did mindset stuff, blah, 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 coaching. So, you know, she's in high school. I said, sure, yeah, we can first meet to talk. So what do you want to do? I want to, why are we, why are we talking right now? I want to go to the Naval Academy. Okay, why is that important? Well, I want to, you know, serve and I want to, like, in, like struggling to kind of come up with an answer. And like, that's a pretty important question to know, like, mm-hmm. why do you want to go to a military academy? Mm-hmm. And I would be, I would be lying if I said, okay, I don't, if I thought rather, like, I'm not sure if like she's really ready for it or really wants it, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to rule her out because she might need somebody to just show her how to cultivate that and how to develop it. Right. So 
you know, I had some some initial impressions, as mm-hmm. obviously you do, but like they're initial impressions. They're not final conclusions. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, if uh, have you taken a PT test yet? She said no. And I said, okay, and you want to go to the Naval Academy, and this, and you're willing, and you're willing to do whatever it takes, right? Kind of that stuff. And she's like, yep. I'm like, okay, meet me at the gym tomorrow at four in the morning. And it was like, what? Like I thought, and I was like, if that's what you want, but you're telling me that you want to go to the Naval Academy, I'll meet you at the gym. If it's important to you, then we have to get a baseline. Do you understand? Do you agree that that's something mm-hmm. that you? Yes, I do. Well, then what's the problem? And we. And she, but she came. And she showed up, mm-hmm. and she came, and I was like, "There's no way. There's no way she's gonna, like." I did not think she was going to show up. I figured she was going to go home, tell her mom, and her mom was going to say, "That's insane." Mm-hmm. No, like tell this idiot no. Sure, shit. Four a.m. at the gym. Like, cool. Let's get to work. And that was big. So then was doing some one-on-one training and it took about a month for her to say, I, I don't, I'm not actually not going to continue coaching with you because my goals have changed. And I, I, what this has taught me is I don't really want to, I don't want to do this. Like there's other people who really want to, and I think there's elements of it that are attractive to me, but I don't really fully understand it. And right. Which was valuable. Which is super valuable, mm-hmm. you know, which is super valuable. And like, right. And had you in the initial onset said, like, I don't think you want it. The process of her coming to that conclusion, she wouldn't have learned. that's what the value was. And so like, what did she learn her about her. herself that she wants to be part of something bigger right. than herself? She wants to work hard for something and she wants to be disciplined and dedicated. And those are amazing things. And those are things that a service academy can or are mm-hmm. like huge in service academy or military in general. But the but that that's not the only place, mm-hmm. you know. And so learning those things about yourself and like kind of who you are and who you are not as well is incredibly valuable. So as a coach, like that's where you have to provide that opportunity, independent of your own Prius pre, like sure. presumptions. Um, yeah. That 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 ability to learn yeah. to learn more about yourself, and it is not cheap, and it is not quick, and it is right. not easy, and it takes a ton more work than the client's probably going to know. But mm-hmm. that's so you know it's come up recently, a couple of conversations, some opportunities to do like the corporate thing, and so yesterday talking to a member about like you know he has had some people come in and talk and the Jocko Willing stuff came up and some of that approach or like people who, you know, I would say he probably calls himself a coach. Who? Jocko. Like a life coach. I mean, don't you think? I doubt he calls himself a life coach. Or not a life coach, but don't you think that's his thing? Coaching people? Yeah. I guess my point is like, where's that line of like, there's people that find that like attractive. Do you, yeah. do you think that works for some people? Because I feel like... Sure, of course it does. I mean, that's the that's the amazing thing. There's CrossFit gyms out there that's, that are really irresponsible and suck, and their people are still getting fitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, like, 
it, 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 I'm sure it does work for people. Some people like, I think that the thing with the Jocko stuff is like, if somebody's literally never heard something before about like maybe doing something, even though you don't want to do it, that can be a, that is, that is a lot. Mm -hmm. That is amazing for them. You know, some of the people that because of where they are, maybe, um, in terms of their, in terms of their life experiences, who they've been surrounded by Mm -hmm. or not surrounded by. Um, yeah, it can be a real eye opener for people. And that's where the shock factor I think Mm -hmm. does play. I don't really like, I don't really agree with all of that, all his stuff. Um, you know, and I, it's, it's not for not, it's not for, it's not for lack of being at high levels in Mm -hmm. the same levels if not um you know anyway i think that what i'm trying to say is different approaches and different styles work for different people sure and so um that's where you also i think as a coach uh need to understand like what your identity is as well and you have to be authentic with it Mm -hmm. and that's really challenging that is like super challenging because knowing like hey i want to oh i like you i want to work with you you know, can, can you, can we like just sit down and chat for four hours and, you know, like not actually get into the weeds or not actually do the work? And it's like, yeah, that's not what I do. Yeah. I'm not a friend. Yeah. And we've had, I mean, it, it is interesting the, what people need. And like, I definitely, we've experienced that from, you know, what is kind of cool about our, um, situation is, I mean, it, it hasn't happened a ton cause your, your role, your coaching and you do individual coaching much more than I do. Um, but that there's two of us and there's differences between how we coach people. Yeah. So even if we take something like the gym, you know, where my class or your class, there's people in taking my class that are like really going to there's people that are going to get maybe more out of or connect more with what I'm doing versus you. And that's the same with all the coaches in the gym. Um, but it's nice to, you know, and people say that all the time with, you know, somebody, you could have told someone something a million times and some other coach says it and you're like, Oh my God, are you kidding? Like I've told you that for like three years, but it just takes a different personality or whatever that is for that person to hear it differently. Yeah. So that's we've kind of talked generally speaking about coaching and yeah you know that kind of a bit um what are do you have any do you have like a couple do you have a couple kind of like aha moments or valuable things that a coach doesn't have to be me because mm-hmm. i'm also like you know your husband so mm-hmm. that's definitely a, a complicated thing but some things, some reception of coaching that you can share with people to just kind of have this be a little bit more tangible. Like a specific Not saying experience. like, hey, this is the lesson I learned, so you learn it. But like no, yeah. where a coach has really challenged your beliefs or, mm-hmm. or led you to learn about yourself, has provided, has been adaptable, has been flexible. Like yeah, just, I mean, just I, some like moments right. of... I mean, I definitely think so... I've talked about recently starting to work with Kyla who works for strong fit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been really interesting because 
it's like a female coach, you know, that's, there's a lot of value I feel like to that. Um, and I guess I can't like, there's probably some specifics, but without getting like super specific, you know, what's funny about like what you initially tell people, I don't like what you want. So I initially sought after like nutrition coaching with her. Mm hmm. We don't really talk about nutrition. Like that's like that's so that would be a waste of an incredible coach to like you know only talk about nutrition. I mean, sure, we know that there's a lot that has to do with nutrition and emotions and all that, but really like what's down and below the surface has for me is like way beyond nutrition. So, there's been a couple times though where um I've had a bunch of questions like, well, what about this? Well, what am I supposed to do about that? Or, you know, maybe it's like a workout or a training session where she's given me some guidelines and I don't, it, this was probably more in the initial stages. Um, and I just want to know, like, just tell me what to do. With regards to like, I, I don't know, training, maybe it's a training session. Let's talk about like a workout, like, like, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, you kind of put me on the spot here for an example. I'm trying to, I don't know what the specifics of this one example I'm thinking are, but whatever it was, she told me, she presented me with like, I want you to go out and do this. Okay. Whether it was feel this way in a training session or experience this. And I wrote back wanting, like, I had a number of questions. Well, what about this? Well, what do you think about that? Should I do this? Should I do that? And her answer was, I could tell you all those answers. But like, what good would that be? Yeah. And initially I was like, well, what the fuck? But the reality was, how would that help me for her to tell me her answers or what she thinks my answers are? Mm -hmm. The value is in me going and figuring that out. And so I definitely connect to that kind of like, just tell me what to do. Right. It's a lot harder. It takes more time. It takes having to make that connection to kind of navigate the way. So I think that's kind of those kinds of things coupled with you talking about coaching and saying like, yeah, it's being careful to not jump down into like what you telling the person what to do, giving them advice. That's kind of been an aha for me in terms of like defining really the, the coach's value. Yeah. I think it's a great example. And I think it, it helps people if they're looking for a coach, if they're curious about coaching, if they're whatever, Mm -hmm. like, to kind of manage their expectations a little bit. Mm-hmm. if And also, like, test, fucking test a coach, mm-hmm. honestly. Interview the, like, yeah. interview the coach. Yeah. Ask them, like, yeah, you know, and, or, you know, do it, do it, do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, I think, when, when we did the Strong Fit Coaches Week, you know, um, I think one of the things, personally speaking, for me, coaching people, I make the mistake of taking on a ton of responsibility for that person. Now, sure, you're responsible for your job as a coach. Mm -hmm. But as we've said, it's kind of a 50-50 thing. And for me, I struggle with feeling like, okay, they're not going to do the work. I'm going to do more work now for them because they're not doing the work. And I'm going to take on the role of like, why aren't they having success? Well, maybe it's something I'm doing. And the reality is if that person, and and it kind of, when I, when I think Richard was talking about it in terms of like a client or maybe a group, but like, as you said, if they're not doing the work, like what the hell are you here for? 
Because right. I think, but I think that is such a common thing. Like, all right, I hired you. Well, you I hired, hired you now. Now do fix my life. And yeah. it's like, no, no, no. Like that's not. I think that is a miss. And that's the challenge I'm still struggling with when people want to work with me. That's just something I have to work with as my identity of a coach to be okay with saying like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I need you to do. Now, if they don't do it, okay, I can't do anything until it's like playing chess. Like until you make a move, like there's nothing I can do. Well, I tell this to people when, and just this week or last, um, somebody who wanted to work with me, we had an interview, we talked on the phone or in person, whatever we talked and they were an athlete. So they kind of understood Mm -hmm. the analogy, but I was like, you know, as your coach, like I'm not going to put the uniform on mm-hmm. and play with and, and play on and, and hop onto the field right. and like play the game for you. Like that's not, this isn't like, Hey, watch me do this. Right. I'm on the sidelines and there's nothing I can do yeah. to interfere with and contribute to the game that you are playing. And so the, what is the game that you are playing? Mm-hmm. Do you know the opponents? Do you know the, you know, the kind of rules of the game or the purpose or the intention? And they're like, Holy shit. Uh, I need right. to do some thinking. I'm like, and, yes, you and do. And do you want to play? Because if you don't even want to play, right? I'm not me pushing you onto the field. That's right. not helping either. Right. And so, like, looking at that as a as a way to be like, okay, what the hell is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what's just like what's going on? Because a lot of people, uh, and I think you're right, and I think this is where um, Kyla. I said K- I say Kayla for some reason. I think because I'm so used well, to saying. I think K. there's like a discrepancy. We'll just have to ask her. Yeah, it's I'm her sorry. name. K2. Go on. Um, you wanted her to put the uniform on and play for you. Sure, it's and so much easier. I'd rather so just, much easier. I mean, I don't want to do the work. Right. I'm gonna sit on the sidelines and drink Gatorade. Yeah. Get hyponatremia. Orange slices. See, you weren't. If you if you played, pretzels, you oranges. Pretzels. What kind of savage? That's thing? endurance at the sports. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Anyway. Anyway. Yes. People, if you were, if if you are, um, yeah, if you're looking for a coach or, or like, okay, well, what is coaching? It's like, yeah, it's right. So I think then when we people who are listening, it's like, okay, well what kinds of areas people look for coaching in. So I do like to, ref- I think it's easy to make the connection with the gym. Enough of the gym. We make a lot of the gym stuff. The gym. Well, connection. I just start with, start with the low West oh my God. examples. You're, out of your, you're fucking out of your mind. So the gym, the gym and nutrition, because people think they're, I, I think this is important because people might think just as we said, like I sought after nutrition coaching. Sometimes the gateway is something like fitness or nutrition. Sure. So I do think there's some relevance there. So yeah, but one, the problem is that yeah, then your coach that's there—that's not the coach that's going to help you with your actual shit. Yeah. It's so I think totally one different. of the questions is: it doesn't mean you might need a coach or whatever, but making that distinction of like, why are you even? You can elevate your own experience and figure out kind of what you're looking for by making that making sure there's a separation there. If, if I, why am I going to the gym? What do I want out of the gym? Okay. Maybe I'm uncovering like, okay. So for me, like, what am I looking for in nutrition coaching? Am I really looking to get leaner? Okay. Am I, is it more about like, why do I feel like I need to get leaner? Is there something going on about me being able to accept myself? 
Mm-hmm. So is that really what I'm looking for? Is like how many nuts to eat every day? Like probably not. The deeper issue there has to do with my acceptance of myself, right? I don't know. Well, like listening to what I'm saying, you would definitely agree. I haven't yes? been listening for the past two minutes. I tuned you out. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, for sure. And, right. and, that's, so, and that's the thing that now, I think. Fortunately, someone like, I think really good coaches in the fitness and nutrition industries at this point understand that it's not just about bicep curls and how many carbohydrates you should eat a day. They, they should kind of, at this point, I think, I think we understand as a, as a, um, career or that role, like there's a lot more behind What's the difference between a coach and a trainer? Yeah, I guess a trainer is more about like, I'm going to, if you want to go to a more of like, in my mind, like I'm only purely going to focus on your aesthetics or like your heart rate or making sure that you're, if you just had a, cardiac arrest and you're coming back and we want to make sure that your heart keeps functioning like very much on the physical side now they might call themselves a coach but it's very much geared towards like can you flex and extend your leg and like we just gonna keep okay let's stay within crossfit don't don't go outside of crossfit crossfit coaches okay so a a crossfit CrossFit. trainer the okay so a crossfit coach which i would say who isn't really what we're defining as a coach. Correct. So more, we'll call them a trainer. Yeah. They know how to show a movement. This is what this looks like. They know how to start a clock. They're going to maybe cheer for people. It's very much surface. It's very much a script and a narrative. Here's what this looks like. This is how you do it. Is your elbow in the right place? And off we go. Did the movement look the right way? Good. They managed the class. They showed the movements. They looked at what body parts need to go where. And people came and left. That's it. Starts and stops there. Okay. What I think a real, a true coach is, by our definition, is someone who understands, one, there's a lot more than just like, there's there's an understanding of where's that person coming into class? What's happened to them? in their life, in their day? What are the emotions coming with this person? So what are they looking for in that hour? Why are they there? What are they trying to get out of it? Understanding how that might impact them receiving coaching, what movements they should be doing, um, pain they're having, any of their experience related to something beyond just like their physical states, like their knee being operated on or something, having a knee injury. And then also being able to work with that person, if you're just talking about even within the hour, to like provide them then that experience that's going to help them. And and maybe what I would say as well is it's got to extend beyond the hour because you're building a relationship over time with this person and trying to identify if there's some patterns you're seeing like, okay, at some point if you're really trying to coach this person and help them and they just come in every day and just crush themselves and like, Maybe it does give way to like trying to provide some other education at least to help mm-hmm. that person. Yeah, I think a trainer delivers a prepackaged set of outcomes. Mm-hmm. This is what you're coming in for. This is what, or this is what I'm going to give you when you come in. Yeah. 
this is the workout. This is what's going to keep you safe. This is what the book says to do right, which in many ways is right. Mm -hmm. Like that's where it is. It's a bit sterile. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't matter who's coming through that door. Same product. Same thing. And the trainer, and there are some amazing trainers, some great trainers that can deliver the information like that they they know their stuff they're well read they're super experienced they've they kind of know where people usually struggle with mm-hmm. so that they can kind of dress right. around it they know they have the, the deliverable yeah. they know the deliverable very well okay not a fucking coach mm-hmm. if you don't know the human being you're trying to deliver it to because the deliverable is the carrot on the string that just kind of gets you moving. Mm-hmm. And then a real, like I think a, a proper coach at some point takes the carrot away and the person's like, yeah, right. I'm going to keep moving though. Like I don't need that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And so a coach, I think, you know, because a lot of it, like every CrossFit gym says they have coaches mm-hmm. and like in many ways they do. And in many ways they don't. Yeah. Are the, is it a trainer or is it a coach? And it's like, well, how can we, what's the difference? And are we just playing semantics? And it's like, no, I do not believe we are playing semantics. I believe we are making a distinction mm-hmm. so that we can have a better conversation about right. not what we do, but what you want. Right. If you want just like, Hey, I'm going to go here and boom, and that's it. Fine. Yeah. Now a coach making that it's a human first mindset mm-hmm. or a client first mindset or getting to know the human being more. Yeah. And it's not therapy. It's not tell me all like, it's not, it's no, not it's a, that. It's involving it's, that person in the process versus, versus the one way. Yeah. I mean, it's the difference between, as you were talking, I was thinking like, okay, the six week challenge, six week women's only challenge. This is the curriculum. You're going to come in, you're going to do this. Are you talking about the one that you're doing? No, I'm talking about like, the that's a thing. A that's a years thing. Ago. Yeah, yeah, we did there, one of those. We did one of those. Yeah. And yeah. So that's a product. There's a curriculum. We're going to deliver this. You're going to come and you're going to do movement. And, well, and, I would just hold on a second though. We said like, we kind of threw the middle finger up at those guys. And right, said, but like, that's what no, I'm saying. It's not the one do... we did. What I'm saying is out out there in the world, yeah, yeah, okay, there okay. are these... You get the template. Yeah, there are these yeah. six-week challenges or you see it on Facebook. The local gym is like doing like looking yeah, for so 12 women. cartwheeling around. Like, looking for 12 women attention. to like lose weight and like try yeah, out. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That compared to like, yeah, for example, how we interpreted it or what I'm doing in the next year, like... That is also six weeks yeah. as a program. There will be physical activity, but it's very much a two-way street. Those right. people right. coming, they're going to receive a ton of value if they want to do the work. Yeah. But it, And if they just want to come in and take the deliverable, yeah, that's okay. That might be where that person's at. But most people that are joining that are, are looking for like, okay, I, I'm not just looking at like, can you show me how to do a proper bicep curl? Or like burn some calories. What's the best way to burn calories? So, you know, and for some people, maybe where they're at, I think it also depends on what that coach trainer is looking to do. I think it is challenging at some point. At some point, being a trainer, you're probably going to hit a wall with people if you're only going to commit to being the trainer. Because we know the software piece beyond the hardware, like, the limitations that are going to start to happen with people are not going to be just physical and objective. So 
you're going to either have to keep just getting new people and it's always just going to be like that initial. And I don't know, maybe that is something for people like, yeah, I just like to get people started, just get them familiar, teach them fitness. That's great. There's tons of value to that. But at some point, if you're looking for this like longevity of like working with people and stuff, I think the, the barriers or the things that are going to come up are going to definitely be beyond even, even if it looks like injury. So like, that's, what's interesting to me about like, you know, CrossFit gyms or our gym or, okay. So you take a person, an athlete who comes in, a client, a member, maybe someone who's like fired up about doing things RX or mm-hmm. heavyweights. Okay. And that person's like, look, I don't want your like coaching. I just want a trainer. Just tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. Like kind of resists the coaching piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every day they're coming in, they have to go heavy. They have to do the stuff. Yeah. It's all about the physical. I don't want any of the like emotional shit. Like, don't talk to me about that. Okay. Then they get injured. Yeah. Was that just like a physical thing? Like, oh yeah, I just like popped my back because yeah, I just like. Yeah, I went too heavy. Yeah, or whatever. It's like, no, of course not. Like, number one, why the fuck do you need to go beyond what you're physically, you're like punishing yourself. Why can't you take a rest day? Why do you have to do that? So, but now you're getting into the realm of a coach. Right. And so so that's where it's like, great, go to a PT. Here we go. Like, it's just about the physical. Like, like, here we go. Like, okay, you want to go, you want to deadlift 515 today and Mm -hmm. you've like worked out for the past six weeks. Like, no problem. This is what we need to do. We need to have your back. And it's like, focus on the thing. Yeah. And it's like, really, you want to deadlift 515 again? Or you want to squat like again? And the trainer would be like, okay, that's your goal. That's what you say you want to do. You want to go heavy. Mm-hmm. You want to do this. You want to do that. Um, right. They're treating the or symptoms. you want to go light. You 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 don't want to go heavy today. Okay. Uh, you don't want to work hard today. Okay. You don't want to like push the sled, get on the bike, mm-hmm. carry the sandbag, do the like actually jump at the top of the burpee. I know it's right. two inches, but you don't want to do that. That's fine. The trainer would say, like, great, we have a workaround for that. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do that, okay, great. Right. Keep your RPMs at 17 a minute or, yeah. you know, or do this or do that. And the coach. Well, right. On that, if you're talking about specific examples. So my workout that was assigned to me on Monday was to do some, like, pressing, some shoulder work and some lat work. Traditional bodybuilding. Okay. What? You're cutting me off. Oh, sorry. No, that's all right. Go on. Keep I thought it was a relevant your... example. So. Well, I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. The trainer is going to say, here's the physical workaround. Here's the alternative to meet you where you're at. Because mm-hmm. a good trainer is still going to meet their clients where they're at. But a coach would come, in my opinion, and say, um, like, what are you trying to prove to yourself by always having to be he- the person who lifts the heaviest in the gym right. or like, or why don't or, you want to push yourself? Or harder? like, what are you scared of mm-hmm. by pushing yourself harder? Like what is, what's holding you back here? Like what, what's going on here? Way beyond. They're the like digging beyond just the surface. Because what the, what the movement saying. alternative is and the, the numbers and the reps and the schemes for the day are a smoke screen right. for something really going on right and that's the thing and in the military it's it's the difference between concealment and cover concealment 
blocks you from the field of view mm-hmm. without stopping bullets. Mm-hmm. Smoke is in a, like if there's a sniper, everyone throw smoke. Mm-hmm. That way the dude can't see. That smoke's not stopping a bullet though. Right. Cover is getting behind, you know, a building to be like, okay, like mm-hmm. we're in the clear now. And so often the smoke screen, there's a lot of smoke mm-hmm. in the gym. There's a lot. And a lot of people aren't ready for, I think, real coaching sure. to come in. And that's, I think, a challenging thing. Your example of, by, of, mm-hmm. of that, that we can transition back to, you've established a coaching relationship right, right. now. Right. So it's like, hey, the game, to go back to that, like we know the rules of the game. We know the opponents. Mm-hmm. We know the, our, our team colors. Sure. We know the kind of like There's how we There's been play. some learning that's There's had been to some happen. Because yeah. if you just are like, yeah, right on. Hey, right. so-and-so, you're going to scale today. Why are you... Why are you just perpetually uh, um, right. um, keeping you have to yourself build that down? Like, like, yeah. like, hold on, like right. you know, don't you, you can't just right. go in there and you know be be uh, goodwill hunting them or whatever. Yeah, you have to build that up, and that is the patience and the time, and I think that is one of the things. Like, and it's two way. It's a two way thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it doesn't, I think that's also not, I do want to go back to my example, but that's where the ego comes in as well from a coach. Like, yeah. it's not your job to just like, oh, I'm identifying that I think that that person, obviously there, there's a smoke screen there with like, they can't back off. Like, they have to always prove themselves in the right. gym and I'm going to go and I'm going to tell them that. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's like, about me. That's well, about me as the sure. coach wanting to show that person and that's not going to go well at all. Like that's not like that has to be over time coming to a place where now you can maybe in the appropriate way, like have that person answer that question for themselves. And that's one of the things with the coaching, my experience, like with you, with Kyla, like there's questions and it's not necessarily, you can have some mine. It's not necessarily like for me to answer to her or to you. No, it's like, Hey, here's a question for you. And it does help people to know, like, I don't need you to tell me, like, hey, at that point, like, what's it about today that you feel like you need to RX or need to use this barbell today? Like, don't need to answer it to me. Like, just, just like, think about that. That's all. Like, I just want you to stop and think about it. And they might still proceed with that, but yeah. they've, you're starting to develop that. So that being said, on Monday, the work... that could be really preachy. That could be yeah. really yeah. preachy. So I think and it's like, just being careful with that. that. That's... That is a privilege, and I mean this. When I work with people, like, and I tell them, and they'll say nice things, and I'll be like, "No, it is a privilege and an honor to be able to work in this way." Sure. And that is something that, as a coach, like, don't you fucking dare think that you're just gonna give it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. You need to respect that relationship, mm-hmm. and that is a real privilege, and it is an incredible honor to say, "Hey, coach, can you help me?" Yeah. And it is like, you know, so. Yeah, so, so that time to develop that. But yes, ultimately, like, um, building that, that foundation first. So on Monday, this isn't really that, but kind of back to more like not just having it, not just, but challenging people at the point where then you can challenge them a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That's what it is. So, sure. so on but Monday. What I'm saying is you're not going to go up and be like, hey, no. what are you trying to, why can't you accept yourself? What is it about? Sure. Like you course, can't go, yeah. you're not going level friggin' 90. Yeah. And I mean right more like also challenging them with like, um, like what I'm trying to say, this example on Monday, my workout was not something I really was particularly excited about doing. 
And I shared that with Kyla, like not really feeling it. Yeah. Don't really feel like doing this. And there's been times where it's like, okay, let's, what do you feel like? What do we want to do? What would help you? But on Monday it was like, good. Like then that's at this point, like that's kind of like all the reason for you to do it. And that made sense to me. And I was like, yep. All right. That doesn't mean that that's every day. And I think right. that's also the fine line of like dosing your clients appropriately, having yeah. that experience. Um, so, right. you know, and I there's think there's no way a template can do that. Sure. How, because... how is that? And the template, what's crazy about that too, is like the human terrain and like, as you call it, and like, that's something, you know, I've definitely learned a lot from my experience, like watching you coach and just talking about it. But like, you have to like really observe people for a long time. Like you can't really just make any like we have the same people that we coach a lot, like especially the 9 a.m. crew. Sure, yeah. And like it takes a long time to kind of understand, like to read people, to understand like where they're at, to know what's like their usual, to know when they're like not yeah. maybe the norm. Like, hey, are you like all right today? Like you feel okay? Right. Like, no, actually like I don't. Like, all right, well, let's like back off a little bit. But like that in itself, but you have to be looking for those things. You have to want to get to know people. If you don't want to like, Hey, I don't care. I don't want to like, I don't, there's that line. Like, I don't want to know all this stuff. I'm just here to train you. Yeah. You won't see anything. No, because you're not. And you won't know when that person feels good, feels bad. Something happened in their life. So, you know, um, I think that's one of the things when people say like, well, yeah, it's, I do think that with CrossFit gyms, the person might not be, um, might not understand all the elements of coaching, mm-hmm. but I think generally speaking, people get into CrossFit coaching because they actually really do care about people. hundred percent. So people feel that. Yeah. And that's where that, like, I love my gym comes from. Like they feel cared about. They feel like that person knows when they come in and something is off yeah. and that goes well, well beyond someone being able to talk about triple extension. You know, that's also why I'm not, you know, that's also why like if, somebody you know it's like hey we we have coaches we have trainers like what's Mm -hmm. the difference what's the deal it's like man there's like there's a bit of an over there's certainly some overlap there and so you know yeah your your normal person at the or or your gym that doesn't really understand any of this Mm -hmm. um and whatever you know like yep that's like for example soul cycle they are not coaches Mm -hmm. sorry they're not like they're performing and you're kind of on stage with them a little bit. Well, what's interesting about that, I think in my experience, there's people that have the potential to, that have that in them, but that platform will not allow for it. So for them to- That's a good point. You know I, I don't mean? mean to sound judgmental. Yeah, because The human being can be a phenomenal coach. The business of SoulCycle is sure. not a coaching- You can't even see people. Right. It's dark. So how do you have, you have no, it, there is no interaction. That's right. the problem with that. So that environment is a one way. I'm standing here. I'm, I can't see you. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to give you stuff, but I don't see anything coming back. There's no interaction. So by definition of kind of what we're saying, coaching is right. it's not right. that. Um, now I think that there's definitely people that have that ability or they could be a good coach, but that platform, that, expression of it isn't possible yeah Yeah. and i think just to sum like to wrap it up um just some of the things that we've like 
and we work on this can be five episodes like mm-hmm. coach i mean yeah. it's all we do really. and people would be not listening people would be bored to death yeah but like for us i think some of the the, the keys or the mantras or whatever you know educate empower and engage come to my mind yeah with like some of the how we coach or how i coach and how you coach it's like there's there's an education piece in there it's not me telling you about you it's me providing you an opportunity to learn about yourself but you're mm-hmm. learning boom education and then empowering so there's the education and mm-hmm. then the empowerment is to have the client come up with their right. Empowering themselves, allowing Empowering that person to, yeah. yeah. Not um, telling or, or, or dictating. Right. And then the engaged piece, like that's a, obviously been a huge mm-hmm. word with between the ears forever. Um, but it's like, yeah, wanting to be an active participant sure. in your life. Yeah. And that's what we try to do. And to your point earlier, like the excuse is the movement. The excuse is the nutrition. The excuse mm-hmm. is... Being and it's better, and it's okay you know, that people executive. might initially that might be like the thing that initially is yeah. what's obvious to someone. Like I'm seeking out they it's not like they know and I'm not gonna tell that person I'm gonna say it's about nutrition, but it's really about this. It just that might be the catalyst, the thing that's there's like, common ground. Yeah, there. like yeah. oh yeah, I I I am struggling to like get into a good fitness regime or lose some weight and then hopefully finding someone that can like hear that. But also work to resolve what's beneath that, not yeah. just that. Because it's also tough to be like, okay, objective. where do I start with that? And that's a big right, thing. Right. And that's yeah. maybe we do another podcast on that. Where do you start if you're right. looking for coaching? That could be a great one. Um, but yeah, there's there's certainly a lot there. So that's kind of our shtick, our spiel, our approach. I keep yawning today. It's my co-host. <laughs> Um, so if you are interested in coaching, if you do want to, to work with us, send us a message. Um, we have different types. There's the practice, which, um, going to be making some updates to, but I work with people individually in that regard. I do private experiences, one-on-one experiences. You do one-on-one coaching. Um, yeah, we do, we do, we do quite yeah. a bit with that. Cause as you can see, it's not just a, uh, we coach people to, and then insert the marketing line right. that you know no. I throw up in my mouth every time I hear. So that's what we do. Um, the seminar between your seminar February eighth. There's eleven spots left, so if you actually want to do the work, sign up for it. And uh, I, some people might have something going on. You probably don't because it's four months from now. So stop, you know, your calendar's clear. Uh, but and I have questions on group. that, questions on that, send them. You're starting your women's group in January, yep. which is cool. All this stuff is on, generally Somewhere. speaking, Instagram. Yep. At Kariana Anthes. Mm-hmm. K-A-R-I-A-N-N-E. A-N-T-H-E-S. We should give you a new handle at K Animal. I can change it. No, no, no. At no. any time, you can change it. Canimal. Um, at yeah, Philanthropy, at Between the Years, at CF Motown. Find us somewhere if you have stuff. any questions and sure. go from there. So those are, the, those are the places to go. Other than that, 
this was a fun chat. It's it's a passion of ours. um, And we like chatting about it. So if there's questions, if there's um, things you want to hear us chat or dig into or concepts, maybe expand upon a little bit more. uh, Happy to do that. And and really good asking for that kind of a feedback thing. So that's that. Chat next week.